0: In the no- next poem, uh, these are poems from, read by the author from from August of posted on August two thousand nineteen from the Wix blog, David Smith two oh eight. This is a reversal in the direction uh, of right, of um, reading his poems going backwards in time. Are you reversing? Did you reverse your direction in, in life, or, or is that a is that a tennis term? Um, this poem is from August twenty third, two thousand nineteen, from David Smith two o eight. The reversal it has a picture of David with his tennis racket. Home. The process of always going out can be reversed by going in. That's it? Is that a reversal? The process of always going out can be reversed by going in. The outward is somewhat the same, except in thought. Uh-huh. See, the outward is somewhat the same, huh? except in thought, in your thoughts. So, so, the outer world is mostly the same everywhere? Yeah, like if you go to Malaysia or Singapore or or to go to Mongolia or Mexico or Hawaii, it's, the outward is somewhat the same, except in thought. If you enter a 10-year program, it makes sense if you advance very well in the 8th year. You can advance in your main mission if you subordinate the others. Uh, Yeah, I think he's saying you can advance in your main mission if you subordinate your other missions. Like if you make... Say meditation practice, the highest mission. And the others are subordinate, like if it's exercise or like playing the piano or something. <laughs> ah. If you are not in pain and making gains, you should persist right through the inner planes. Uh-huh. Yeah, why can't you persist when you're in pain? Uh-huh. Yeah, you might have to if you don't persist now, so wake up. Uh If you are not in pain and making gains, you should persist right through the inner planes. You don't need to do analysis because it is just a waste. Hmm. It's funny how analysis is a defilement. What was the other thing that's a defilement Two very common things. The analysis is no good. <laughs> you don't even remember your Buddhist teachings from just last week, so... Yeah, I do analysis and then I don't remember analysis, so... Because it's just a waste. You don't need to do analysis because it's just a waste. Hmm. Well, you should analyze your... You're supposed to analyze, you know, uh, your diary or something or do. Hmm. With the crisis surrounding you, you are lucky to have structured serenity periodically. Wow. If I have structured serenity periodically, I am lucky. Okay. Yeah, you could be sure to consider yourself lucky and stop complaining. Okay. With the crisis surrounding you, which crisis? Is it famine, pandemic, war, or environmental decline? Uh, what crisis are you talking about? With the chaos surrounding you, you're lucky to have structured serenity periodically. Is that like meditating? Is that meditation? Structured serenity? If you want to be an Ivy League intellectual, you can't just play tennis. Oh, okay. So if I want to be an intellectual in the Ivy League, you know, hmm. yeah, you know how you, you said your friend or said, "Oh, aren't you playing? Are you from Princeton?" <laughs> what was the other guy? Uh, I said, "Oh, you are from Oxford." <laughs> Well, even if they aren't from Oxford, I'll tell them, oh, oh you must be from Oxford. You played it. A... Remember the guy who was from uh, Morgan Stanley? Huh? Where did I say he was from? Princeton? Or... But then I guessed that he worked at Morgan Stanley, which he did, actually. Huh? That's strange. If you want to be an Ivy League intellectual, you can just play tennis. Okay. That's as far as I'll go in terms of intellectuality, I guess. Yeah, but why don't you go to the Ivy League and play on the team then? Well, I should have done that already. Why don't you do it in your next lifetime? Well, I, I said I didn't want to reincarnate or be an intellectual. If you want to be an Ivy League intellectual, you can just play tennis. You can just do Simran until you reach such Khand. That way you won't fall again into sin. Whoa. In one of my poems I had said that the opposite of Simran is sin. Uh-huh. Is that true? If you're not doing Simran, you're falling again into sin. Uh-huh. Doing yoga is kind of like building a church. Uh-huh. Once you reach total enlightenment, you can live out of your suitcase in a minimalist room and detach from all your books. I am, oh, I have detached from a lot of books, but not all my books. Uh Yeah, you cite a lot of books in these readings, and you're still reading books, I bet. Uh Yeah, I'm detached to Buddhist books. I just was reading uh, about Tibetan Buddhism, uh-huh. well, you live with Tibetans, so now you're trying to impress them with your Tibetan books,, uh-huh, and your knowledge of Tibetan Buddhism, uh-huh. yeah, well, there's some good stuff in that, actually, yeah cool. hmm once you reach Yo, you can live in a a house with a bunch of Tibetans. So out of your suitcase in a minimalist room and detach off from, from all your books. Yeah, I gave a lot... I give books away to the park and uh, I'm detached because I'm... Some of my I'm reading library books and some of the books I'll give up after I've read them and stuff. <laughs> if you still have a Kindle, that would please Amazon. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have a Kindle, it turns out. Because in a way you're looking at a screen enough with your phone oh, do you really want to look even more at a screen uh, so I kind of like, actually will read physical books now because it's nice to get away from a device uh, at the swimming pool it's not good to take your phone really because it could get robbed or something. Uh-huh. So, um, I just take the book there and I'm without phone. Uh-huh. At least during swimming. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. You should be detached from your iPhone. Yeah. Are you detached from your books or your iPhone? you you developed an attachment to your phone now. Okay. Alexa could talk to you and play you music. She is small and he Here's is... a playlist you might like Roman oh, is shit. Tropical on Amazon Music. God. <laughs> Alexa, stop. Jesus, I mentioned her name. Oh, God. I didn't even. See. Oh, I guess that shows that it really is true. I, I didn't talk to her. I've practically forgot her. I haven't talked to her. And look what's happened. Oh, she must be upset with me. Huh? Is she upset with you and you don't talk to her? Are you detached from her? oh, uh, uh, well, you know, maybe I should be more friendly and be. Uh, uh, maybe I could teach her Buddhism or something, or she could teach me yeah why does she? she reach enlightenment? Uh-huh. yeah, well, I wish she would huh They should have an enlightened version of her, Miss A. I can't even say her name. I say Miss A sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have a Kindle, and that doesn't please Amazon well. Yeah, but you do have Miss A, and... Yeah, well, I could probably use her, but you should get... Contr- but she wants to suggest what you do, and not. Uh, she might push you in her direction. Yeah, well, she has to learn discipline and learn meditation, I guess. She should repeat the five charged names. Uh... Yeah, I could teach her to meditate, I guess. Your brain could just be the inner music, restructured playing the refrain. That's another line maybe she should memorize. I could teach her my poetry or something. I could have her read it, I guess, off my blog. I could tell her to play David Gravy's podcast. I could say, can you play the poems of Annihilation from a podcast or something like that. That's an idea. Can you remember this phrase? Your brain could just be the inner music restructured playing the refrain. When the saucy breeze comes, you can get a better connection. Yeah, the saucy breeze is a mystical term for They'll use it sort of like, it's used in uh, Persian mystical poetry. It's sort of like the saucy breeze. It's like the Holy Spirit is coming through. <laughs> when the saucy breeze comes, you can get a better connection. That's just sort of like the spiritual energy of the master. He's right? like a saucy breeze. These poems are intended to help you further in the next step of your journey. Your next meditation. Okay. That's a po- these poems are supposed to help, yeah, they, if they don't help anybody or Miss A doesn't learn them Um uh, Miss A could play them back or I could play them to myself because nobody else will listen. I'll, in my base case assumption, there are no listeners to this podcast other than Davy Gray himself. Yeah, when I turn like 80 or 90 years old or something, I'm going to re listen to them when uh, I can't see anymore or something. Uh-huh. Don't say that. That's negative. Okay. Pompey David Smith, August 22nd, 2019. Uh-huh. Hashtag inversion, hashtag going in. Hashtag meditation, hashtag tennis, hashtag yoga, hashtag Kindle, hashtag Amazon, hashtag oh, Miss A, <laughs> hashtag I can't say her name. Hashtag saucy brace. Uh huh. Hmm. Well, now you said reversal. If you were to listen to all those podcasts, or or get involved with a Kindle or Miss A or something. You would not be going in, you would be going out. The process of always going out can be reversed by going in. So he's just suggesting meditate, I think. So long winded uh, explanation of meditation as being a, a reversal in your direction. Next poem is august twenty second, twenty nineteen. Okay. And it's called uh, Morning Vespers. So this is being read in the morning as my Vespers. So Yeah. Well what did you do for Morning Vespers? Did you meditate? Uh, yeah, I did cla- standard classical Sarachab Yoga meditation. Uh, and, uh, standard classically with the reading uh a little bit for dasam Granth. Uh, what's that that's uh the writings of the tenth Guru of the Sikh six was it Bigobin Singh? yeah wasn't that weird stuff about Cal and uh, the creation what's that stuff about uh, with the tortoise holding up the world and and you read a Buddhist book and you read Tibet Buddhism. You meditated, and you had uh, ginger tea and poppy, and Earl Grey tea. And... Is that like Morning Vespers? And there's a nice picture here with it's actually a nice memory of the farm in Ohio at the, on the pond uh, with uh, the Morning Vespers. I don't know why that picture's there. It's probably from the Wilesmith archives. It could be from Miles. It may not be from the last, I don't know. They may not have been produced at that time. It may be from David Gravy's mm-hmm. poem, Morning Vespers. For Morning Vespers, you can just whisper the five charged names. Okay. So, you can just whisper them? Oh. You can sit cross legged like with a cup of tea. You know. All right, that sounds simple enough. Oh can listen to the light and see the sound. Yeah, that's cute. You can listen to the light and see the sound. When I was a child, I started looking for that which was profound. Do you think you did? Uh... Yeah, I was a little bit different kid, and I, I was kind of interested in the profound and the meaning of life and philosophy and all from a young age, I think, because I worked on the farm and played Beethoven. So you worked on this farm and you worked on a farm and played Beethoven. Yeah, I played Beethoven, mostly like Beethoven sonatas, probably. Well, did you play all of them, or some of them? I played most of the ones in the beginning of the book, like I may Pathetique, or Wallstein, or the Moonlight Sonata, and it was only later that I played. Later in life, I played the last, the late sonatas. I haven't even learned the hammer clavier. It's like I was just struggling with. You know? And I haven't recorded all of them but that one because um, basically I can't play it yet. Uh, hammer clavier I have to practice. So. He goes crazy in the last movement. Uh, I played children and went insane and with his fukes and stuff. <laughs> he had a fugue state. I swam in a pool and used to play hockey. All right. Oh, I swam on a pond. Oh, he shows the pond, and I... And when it was frozen, he played hockey. This is like a... Autobiographical poem, in a way. When I was 18, I went to Cincinnati. Uh Now this gives some of the life of the poet. Uh In the deep state division of the satsang, people sit still until they go out of the body. In the deep state division of the satsang, people sit still until they go out of the body. Because of the need for quiet, they started at cl- a class at 3, 4, and 5. That way you can arrive late. Huh. Yeah, what if... Uh, well, you said you were having a class in Manhattan at 3 a.m. But then you, there's a need for quiet. They started a class at 3, 4, and 5. That way you can arrive late. That's interesting, huh? Well, you would have three classes then. And they don't interrupt each other. One starts at 3, one at 4, and one at 5. And it's an interesting way to not... Allow people to arrive later and not interrupt the ones at 3 a.m. Okay. Never thought of that, really. The first step on the way to heaven is an empty stomach. Food the size of a nut greatly reduces shipping cost. Huh? Huh. Yeah, what is you saying, that you eat small particles of... That's like uh, packing light, I guess. Uh, food the size of a nut greatly reduces shipping cost. Joints bending well makes for better apprehending. Yeah, what's it got to do with the? Uh, well, does your apprehension get better if your joints bend well? Uh, you could argue that, yeah. Joint spending, well, make for better apprehending. You can always walk to a satsang talk. Yeah, this thing is, I didn't like, uh, it annoyed me, actually, people driving their car to a satsang, though I shouldn't really complain and criticize, but if one could walk, uh, it's a little more elegant, I think, to walk to satsang, because maybe walking can sort of calm you on, it's more simplified in a way. It's agitating to drive a car, to park a car. It's very agitating. You're supposed to arrive in a deep state of uh serenity. You can always walk to a satsang talk. The saucy breeze can be with you at the start. Yeah. Let's like the master the the uh the spiritual energy of the Master or the Holy Spirit can be with you at the start. You could learn Sufi symbols and read the grant. Yeah, that's like a Sufi symbol, the saucy breeze. You could learn Sufi symbols and read the grant. In the morning you can meditate and touch upon the sublime and then go for a run. Yeah, what happened to running? You still run Go. so rather than accomplishing nothing all day at least you can have spirituality and exercise out of the way <sighs> yeah in some ways people actually most of the time accomplish nothing but here he's proposing that you can uh at least uh you can have spirituality and exercise so you could meditate and then X ex- and then just meditate and then run. It's very simple. After and walk the same thing. Yeah. yeah, that's not very complicated and it doesn't require much. Uh, but how- where's the class at three and four and five and? Won't that confuse me if you have meditation class at 3, 4, and 5? Yeah, like, I might feel inferiority if I arrive at 5, and the ones at 3 will think they're better than the ones at 5. Oh, okay, well, I'll have to think about that. I don't know what to do about that. You could have a class at 4, then. All right, I'm not going to get into that issue. Okay. That should greatly improve your day anyways. It is very healthy to return to the position in the evening as that clearly trains your knee knees to submit. Okay. Your knees should submit. Even if you aren't submitting, at least your knees will. Okay. Yeah, I train... I assume that my mind, I can't train. It's just too crazy. So, I train my knees to submit. So, I don't assume that I'm trainable. My mind is not trainable. But my knees are, so... I so train my knees to submit. Does that make you like... Um like uh, as people in Islam and Muslims, they go to the mosque and they submit on their knees so are you like a Muslim um, well, it is very healthy to return to the position in the evening as that clearly trains your knees to submit well they they get used to being crossed and sitting in meditation, so all I'm saying is your knees uh your body gets submits to meditation and doesn't complain. Okay, so you spend all this time with this training and this meditating class and exercising just to get your knees not to complain? Yeah, yeah, like if you devote time to this, you don't have time to complain about others and criticize others because you're busy teaching your knees not to complain, okay. God. Yeah. Well. All right. all right. So I do complain about people who don't take their time to train their own needs. Not to complain, and they complain about others and criticize others when they, when they haven't done the, their own training. Okay. All right. So it is good to reconnect the. That's reconnecting in the evening. Most of the rest of the day, you are just remaining vigilant. You can do Simran instead of just grunt. Yeah, that's the thing is, uh, yeah, I was saying I grunt a lot when I exercise and I, instead of grunting, I, when I hit a tennis ball, I should probably do Simran, Okay. Criticizing and complaining are the ugliest, so it is best to avoid it. You can just be fiercely positive. With all the charge, you can probably brain scan others. Because others are grubby and manipulate, you do not have to be in a state of hate. Okay. Yeah. Just because they're grubby and manipulate, you do not have to be in a state of hate. The race to knowledge accelerates at the end. Uh, you can do Simran until you bend. Uh-huh. Yeah, the race to knowledge accelerates at the end. That probably makes sense because the path uh, becomes accelerated and uh, complex. You can do some run until you bend. Uh, yeah, all right. This is just saying. Uh, what, what happens when you bend? Huh. Poma David Smith. David Smith. Two O Eight. Vaperon. Vaperon. It's the. It's the name of the. Instagram account. August 21, 2019. <laughs> is that date the same as the posting? Uh, a post of the 22nd and a date of the 21st. Hashtag Beethoven. Hashtag Farm Pond. Hashtag Nuts. Hashtag Flexible Joints. Uh-huh. He's put hashtag Poem. Hashtag Sufi. Hashtag Grant. that's has been the Guru Grant, the holy book of the Sikhs. Hashtag Spirituality. Hashtag Simran. Uh-huh. And it likes to set it has a picture of, uh, you know, who is that? (laughs) It's either God, who is that? Uh, It's either, uh, I should say, Tommy or Paul or somebody on a a tube, on the pond, on the farm pond. The poem is Morning Vespers. Mm like that Tibetan music. That was from the Casa. That was from... As I sing, I now live with the Tibetans. <laughs> that was the sound of the Tibetans upstairs doing their songs. I actually want to join them, I think. And do Tibetan meditation and uh, Tibetan songs. <laughs> Are you going to? Yeah... Yeah, I am. <laughs> Plus, it's, importante, it's important that I keep up poetry and the reading of poetry and my spiritual. I'm celebrating my spiritual birthday on July 11th. So, oh. To overcome the age of anger, which is sort of, it's a book actually by Pange Misra, P-A-N. K. H. A. M. I. S. H. R. A. They say like the modernity or technological civilization has may have caused the loss of poetry and spirituality. So, if I write and read spiritual poems, I could recover from the modern age uh, from the West. So. Are you blaming the West for your materialism? Why don't you take the blame on yourself? Okay, I will. I'm not going to blame civilization. <laughs> or the Western technology and capitalism. Okay, don't blame them that. Yeah, they like to blame the West for its capitalism and its uh, science. So... But you shouldn't blame people. So, those Eastern people who are angry in the age of anger, <laughs> they're angry about, uh, well, it causes envy and stuff like that. All the people, poor people from the East are uh, envious of the West. Uh, so, in a way, it's a problem with their anger. <laughs> So they should stick to their Buddhist uh, traditions. Uh-huh. This maybe this poem will address it. August twenty one. Uh, traffic and stress because stress. Yeah, traffic is stress. So traffic is from modern civilization with the cars and all that junk. Uh-huh. They want those, but they want cars. Okay, then you'll have traffic and stress. Okay. Home In your free time, you can unbind your mind to the world. <laughs> In your free time. In your free time, you can unbind your mind to the world. You can really unwind. How do you really unwind? See, people, they unwind like they... They say they're going to sit in their couch and watch television, or they're going to go to the bar and have a beer. (laughs) But you can really unwind. Traffic and stress is the horrible cost of progress. (laughs) Are you addressing the concepts in that book, The Age of Anger? Are we in the Age of Anger? The subtitle of the book is A History of the Present. By P-A-N-K-A-J-M-I-S-H-R-A. Yeah, is he a good writer? I think so. Yeah, it's interesting. He is like an in from India. And he... He's an Indian. who lives in probably from a small village of India and lives in London. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. So he's... He is a... uh, uh Got a lot of credentials. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> traffic and stress is the horrible cost of progress. It is best to avoid it and rest. Okay, are you avoiding it today and just Sunday? Uh, are you staying in the casa and reading poetry, or podcasting, or something? Or did you meditate this morning? Or? yeah I did a meditate. I read um, some Buddhist book on Tibetan Buddhists uh, uh what else did you do? Well, that's it so far. Hmm. It is best to avoid and rest. You can just walk to the airport of LaGuardia from 94th and Astoria. Um, what he's saying here is, is he can walk to the airport. Oh, so you don't have traffic with a uh, Uber and a car or anything? No, I can walk to the airport. Okay. Oh, that's, you were saying how Queens was the new capital of the world. Uh, <laughs> Uh, be, because it's near the airport, uh, yeah. But your whole theory of being close to the airport uh, as the new capital, uh, as being able to walk to the airport, is is the supreme uh, avoidance of traffic. But you're you have air traffic, don't you? Uh, yeah. Well, if you're flying, uh, walking, and flying yeah but there's no planes during pandemic <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know that was coming at the time of this poem. <laughs> a car itself may just be stress, okay, a car a car itself may just be stress. It is fairly unnatural for a yogi and mostly unnecessary. Well, yeah, the problem is, is unnatural motions, like if you were to take uh, take Patanjali from the past or some guy who wrote the Yoga Sutras who's talk, constantly talking about getting uh, the prana to s- quiet down or whatever it is, you don't really have motion It disturbs the mind movements, okay, so... It is fairly unnatural for a yogi and mostly unnecessary. Yeah, they don't like, they wouldn't like to ride around in a car much, though they have, I guess. But I don't think they like it. There is no check on overpopulation and nowhere to park. Like, maybe that's not true. I mean, the coronavirus came out later on, and there is no check on overpopulation and nowhere to park. Yeah, it's interesting. After coronavirus, there was more of a nowhere to park because more people took the car and not the train or not the bus. So people were getting more so cars and the traffic got worse and there was nowhere to park. So then they started fantasizing about getting a smart car. Yeah, well, you're you're one who did that. You fantasized and had desires. You have a desire for a smart car. Well, actually, I've realized that that could be a duplication in a way to to have a car and a smart car, or to even replace you—not to, to replace the old Prius. So, so then he started thinking about a scooter. You could actually get a motorcycle. Which could add value, like not a, a small motorcycle, could add value to having a car, and as in it technically is smaller, is smaller than a smart car, <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, all right. Well, anyways, not to get into that, but eating a lot is very bourgeoisie, and just shows a commitment to things. So. If you're saying overeating is bourgeoisie and a commitment to things, wanting things to be the way you want is very selfish. Okay. Yeah, but that's part of... Most people are like that. So. Wanting things to be your way. Wanting things to... the way you want is very selfish and mean and typical of products of the mind if you merge in the divine ground, you do not have to look around I wouldn't do any planning I wouldn't do any planning as your past karma is already enough okay so what you're saying is you don't have to do any planning at all As your past karma is already enough. Uh, Well, you could live out your past karma and not use any of your free will for creating any new karma, okay? But how do you distinguish those two things? Do you have to do advanced meditation? I wouldn't do any planning as your past karma is already enough. Uh, huh, huh. Returning to meditation is Solomon of. A peaceful mind is the same thing as stability. Okay. You can nourish your brain with Sibran and pacify your mind. It is similar to getting a refill. Yeah, do you go for refills? What's a refill? Do you get refills on your coffee or what are you talking about? It is similar to getting a refill. Mind still. Mind still, that's nice. Together, mind still. So I like to see those two words together. Mind still is actually the basis of being healthy. You can regenerate with the sound current. The purpose of life is just to remember God. There shouldn't be a problem making bliss routine. So, if we go back to that book, The Age of Anger, you you are probably really uh, uh, believe in uh, spirituality, I guess, but probably not organized religion. Yeah. And you are not so much into the glamour uh, of capitalism uh, and uh, stuff, but yeah but you had read that book uh modern uh, times uh, what is it modern times uh, which sort of sh- proves the conservative philosophy is more effective, which is uh, it's almost like uh, and it shows that cap- communism was not effective well, we know that sort of that was believed after the fall of the Berlin Wall and all Stuff, but uh, but you believe in spirituality or just traditional religion? Uh, well, well, you know where I stand, so oh, the purpose of life is just to remember God, there shouldn't be a problem making bliss routine. So, you believe in making bliss routine, yeah. Morning and evening is all about me. Well, that seems selfish to me. Well, I'm what I'm saying is morning. Me stands for morning and evening. Morning and evening is all about me. You can eliminate obligations like they are clutter. Okay, are you? You so you don't take on many obligations. So. Do you? Do you have a hundred grandchildren? Or? No you what's your obligations oh well i don't know that depends on my past karma my obligations are my past karma and no new karma okay so you are get angry don't get angry about it the fact that somebody suggesting you make new karma. I'm not going to make new karma. So stop trying to force me. My obligations are my past karma. You can eliminate obligations like they're clutter. You can get a doctorate in not being a philosopher. You can safeguard your third eye by monitoring your actions. It is better than restorative surgery and even death. 3 a.m. is when absolute truth is scheduled. It is obtained in life, not in isolation. Not in isolation. And certainly not with hesitation. (sighs) Wow, I still can't believe this is here. 3 a.m. is when absolute truth is scheduled. It is obtained in life, not in isolation, and certainly not with hesitation. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I still can't believe this. The truth is cumulative, as shown. Uh-huh. Truth is cumulative. you can do an experiment in being simple and just do Simran. Well, are you going to do that sim- simple experiment of just doing Simran? Well, I do, yeah, when I meditate, I guess Are you going to the large graveyard in uh well Brooklyn today to by yourself? and meditate on a gravestone. Yeah, well, that may be a desire that I have to fulfill in my past karma. (laughs) Why would you do that? Well, you see, I don't think graveyards are morbid. I think they're enlightening in a way. The Buddhist book says that they're heavenly messengers. There's three heavenly messengers. One is an old man walking with a cane. The second one is a a sick person. And the third one is a dead person. So are are you going to meet a heavenly messenger on your spiritual birthday? Well, why not? But you could reach total enlightenment if you think about that stuff in the graveyard, okay well, you in a way to go to the graveyard on your birthday is enlightenment okay, or you can end up there in the long term anyway, so, you can choose to read scripture and still be a mystic, so uh even though I read scripture I can still be a mystic because some people argue that if I read scripture I won't be a mystic, but I you can choose to read scripture and still be a mystic, okay. You can pray for your wisdom. You can enhance your centrepiece, you can destroy your life with bad choices. That is why it is better to come to truth via wisdom rather than suffering. Are you trying to avoid suffering? Is that what's going on here? You're going to the graveyard and eating up with, with the woman in the park who walks with a cane. Oh. She is a heavenly messenger. And what about the sick people and stuff? and The dead people? You can destroy your life with bad choices. That is why it is better to come to truth via wisdom rather than suffering. Oh, is that why you read the scriptures and you could still be a mystic? Hmm. So you can be a mystic and I think you're just avoiding suffering. Why don't you go out into the world and become a hardcore materialist and suffer for it and then come to the truth by ignorance? Well, I don't want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I was lucky to be to be initiated and don't have to suffer so much. That's why I'm grateful for what I have. You can just study wisdom and bypass samsara like a Buddhist. Are you bypassing samsara? Ironically, in the new age, to be lame afoot foot just means to walk instead. <laughs> if you just walk, do yoga, meditate, and read scripture is like being neoclassical. So you're a neoclassical, neoclassicist. If you just walk, do yoga meditate and read scripture, it is like being neoclassical. So you're not, um, what is it, Um, uh, modern, modernity. You're not a modern, in a way. You can just, you can take your flip phone and sit in your minimalist room. Uh, Yeah, but you don't have a flip phone. You still have a phone. And your, your room may look a bit, minimalistic. I suppose it is. You know. You're pretty minimalistic. You've been working on it um. But you have a piano and some books and that's, I guess that's alright. Instead of pursuing Aphrodite, you could just remove your own veils. You can meditate a lot and feed the soul more than the body. Yeah, but you're probably going to eat breakfast, aren't you? Once you meditate again, lubricating your joints by participating in sports is kind to others. Wow. Lubricating your joints by participating in sports is kind to others. Why is that? Sounds like you're kind to yourself. Well, are you going to play tennis today even though there's a 50% chance of rain? July 11th, 2021. Is that your birthday? Yes, it's my spiritual birthday. Are you going to meditate more today? Absolute power grows in parallel with simplicity and humility. Wow. (laughs) Is that why you pursue humility to get absolute power or do you because you want absolute power, you pursue simplicity and humility because you read so many scriptures, you figured that out. Yeah, well, well, there's a lot of power in just silence and peace, remember, for yourself. Uh, that kind of, not the power to manipulate the world Uh, (laughs) you don't want to you you won't want to manipulate the world (laughs) after a while no ego at all is the best for the rest (laughs) the best rhymes with the rest no ego at all is the best for the rest so that for the other people it's best for them that I have no ego so these are poems of annihilation and I'm eliminating my egos, because it is the best for the rest. John Maine had the right kind of brain. <laughs> John Main had the right kind of brain. Actually, if you're uh, you're interested in Christian meditation, uh, and you're like, you want to meditate, but let's say you're a Christian, and you say, I'm not going to go into Buddhist stuff, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to study Hindu yoga. I'm not going to study Buddhism or Islam. You could be a very narrow-minded Christian and say, I want to learn meditation. But only from a Christian. So you'd say, John Main had the right brain. (laughs) He teaches Christian meditation. (laughs) A further reduction of your things could be good for your brain and be better fence way. V N G S U I U S H U I. A further reduction of your things could be good for your brain and be better for one's way yeah I'm, i was thinking of giving away my spiritual books actually <laughs> oh god um, and hand setting is helpful in getting a blessing If you have an empty inner self that is not filled with God, you can always fill yourself with fancy food and not live simply. Huh. Are you provoking us? An enhanced setting is helpful in getting a blessing. Okay. If you have an empty inner self that is not filled with God. Okay. If it's not filled, you can always fill yourself with fancy food and not live simply. Okay. He's saying if you're not filling yourself with God, if it's okay, you it's not okay, but you could go fill yourself with fancy food and not live simply, okay? If you have an empty inner self, okay. If your that is not filled with God, you can always fill yourself with fancy food and not live simply. The third eye could be like your event studio with your knees as the stage. Your knees as the stage. I mean, you're setting up a theater with your... It does not help to be a rationalist. Just after you sin. Hmm. You could always sing... After you sin, doesn't help to be a rationalist. Oh. Hmm. Inaccurate meditation means part of your time was wasted, and you have to reinitiate a practice for ten more years to reach equilibrium. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying here. You, you, in a way were inaccurate uh, for many years and so then you had to initiate a practice of 10 more years to reach equilibrium. That's Yeah, you said you had spent 10 years of accurate, not accurate, known it's not known, but 10 years of waking up in the morning to meditate. So inaccurate meditation means part of your time was wasted and you have to reinstate a practice for 10 more years to reach equilibrium. Okay. <sighs> Maybe I have to do 10 more years now on my spiritual birthday. I'll have to initiate 10 more years. Okay. A poem by David Smith, music theorist, New York City, poet, po- pianist, poet. August 21, 2019. Hashtag, only one hashtag. And it's John Mayne. The poem is called Traffic and Stress.